We're back. Welcome to a new episode of the Big Red Pod. Jake Lancer, Dylan Graff, Tate Sheehy. Back for more. Got a great show for you here today. Got a real special guest that we'll introduce soon. But before that, just going to chat a little. You know, we, we took a quick break, right? We shot with Chloe Dolcar, and then I think we went into homecoming, fall break, a couple of breaks. But we made it back. And guys, you know, after a grueling week of college apps, What's the what's the uh, you know at a, at a scale of one to ten rate the week, Dylan? You know I think it's been a rough one, right? We got to school this week. We had college apps due on Tuesday, I believe. Yeah, uh, Wednesday maybe if you wanted to push it. But uh, you know we should have had them in on Tuesday at least. And you know I got to school this week. I had some tests. I had some teachers sort of holding grades for first quarter over my head. But I think it seems like we're uh, we're moving past that um, and we're moving into second quarter. Seems to be a little bit less stressful around here. Yeah, you know, I think that we, we had the day off Wednesday, and it felt like coming back Thursday compared to the vibes on Tuesday, there was sort of a switch in a lot of people's attitudes. Would you would you say you felt that, Tate? Right, yeah, I'm with you guys here. Definitely a bit of um, stress about, you know, first quarter grades and whatnot at the beginning of the week. But um, I think at this point in the week, I'm, I'm feeling good, you know. Yeah. Um, earlier, I had also had the cross-country Mission League finals, so that was... Um, that was tough. That was hard. But that's behind me now. Yeah. You know, th- this is a sports podcast at the end of the day. we got to dive into some Wolverine sports. And I think, Tate, you just sort of led us into a great sort of topic. You know, we have a lot of fall teams that are really competing right now uh, for a lot of big things. We already had field hockey get the job done. But you have cross country doing a lot of special stuff. Um, you have water polo in the thick of it right now. Uh Let's talk about some Wolverine sports, Dylan. Who who are you eyeing right now? What team are you really looking at? You know, I think one team that I'm still thinking about is the football team, right? Okay. I know we went to their game last Friday, and it was really a heartbreaker. They put up 21 points in the first quarter, and then the rest of the game got outscored by 22 and ended up <sighs> losing. Um, it was a rough one to watch. I know there was some maybe some hope that their season could continue, but unfortunately... It seems like they lost those coin tosses and they're out of it. Um, just heartbreaking for some of those players who have played their last game um, as a Wolverine. Yeah, you know, I, we, we like to keep it very positive on the podcast. You know, it's a fun time. But, you know, that, that, game, was, that game was tough for uh, Dylan and I. And I think everyone that was watching, we were so joyous in the first quarter. It was 21-0. It felt like they couldn't do anything wrong. Um, and then it just all sort of started to unravel. Um, and, I mean, as Dylan put it so eloquently got outscored 22 to 0 uh the final 3 quarters. But besides that Tate field hockey just won a league championship. What how are we feeling about that? I mean that's big. I think last year was a bit of a a down year I want to say and to, for this year for them to bounce back um with a relatively young team like I think that's really exciting cuz you know going forward next 4 years they'll they'll have Val Ganassi um, um, Kayla Graff, you know, just to name a few people. Yep. So they have a solid core going forward, and I don't see why they can't, you know, repeat the next couple of years. Looks like a dynasty's building under Coach Hodgkins. Exactly. I'm jealous that I'm not going to be here to see that whole thing unravel over the next couple of years. Well, before we introduce our special guest for today, I've got one more little topic we want to chat about. But a lot of commitments lately, you know, Trent Perry, Duncan Marston, just to name a few. Tate, who who are you most excited about recently committing? Um, I mean, it's hard not to say Trent. You know, that's a big time, big time school, USC. Um, you know, you always see him in the tournament. Um, I, I think that'll be exciting in the years to come. You know, look out for Perry on the court. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm a big hoops fan, so yeah. I think that's the most relevant to me. 
Dylan, how about you? You know, for me, it's got to be Victor Lowe committing to Hawaii for men's volleyball. I think it's kind of flying under the radar because a lot of people, you know, they see Hawaii and they aren't really known to be a sports school, but men's volleyball is by far their best sport. They're back-to-back national champions just a couple years ago. They were in the finals uh, for NCAA just this last year. So I think a big shout-out to Victor, you know, really reaching the pinnacle of college uh, volleyball. And I think it's a it's a really great school for him, and I think he's going to uh, have a lot of success there. Yeah, you know, for me, I, I'm going to take another one that's sort of under the radar. This one got announced over the summer, but I just feel like I haven't heard anyone talk about it. Vicky Pugh committed to Vanderbilt. Um, Vicky, arguably the best player on the girls' soccer team this year, only a junior. Vandy, you know, a, a athletics powerhouse aside from maybe football. Um, really special talent, and that's, I mean, just really amazing stuff that really just didn't get a lot of light shed on it. But, yeah, I mean, overall, there's been a lot of success lately in this athletics department, especially fall sports. We have a fall sports athlete with us here on the pod today. Varsity water polo athlete. Drip King, junior fanatic, just a wholesome guy all around. Ben Botang, welcome to the pod. Thank you guys so much for having me. We're really, we're really excited to have you here. And, you know, there's smiles on everyone's faces just because of, you know, we've been waiting to do this for a while. We had a couple of setbacks because of scheduling issues on our part. So it's really a pleasure to have you here. How's the season gone so far? It's going well. Um, you know, a lot of our players, they, of course, we're getting ready to say goodbye to a lot of our players who have been with us for a long time. But I think we're all really hyped up because we are in CIF season right now. So I think just everyone's being really careful. They're not going out too much. We're not doing too much, not wasting a lot of our energy on stuff that doesn't matter. So I think everyone's just, we're just ready to win. We want to win so bad. Yeah, you know, I want to just get into that real quick. You know, I was announcing the game yesterday against Loyola. It was an emotional game, I'm not going to lie. You know, we were down uh, going into the second quarter, or some comebacks from each side. What's the emotions like running through the team during an intense game like that? Oh, it's terrifying. Well, especially when you start, you know, when you're down by two. Yeah. It's really scary. It's really scary. But you know what? I think we all realize that we all have each other, which is such a beautiful thing to yeah. have. And I think we were just playing for each other. And that's what honestly made the game more memorable, for sure, is that I don't think, I mean, I know we were probably a little bit terrified, but we didn't really show it. And because I think we knew we just had each other. And whether or not, if we were to lose, thank God we didn't. But I don't think like it would affect that much. Like We'd still be the close-knit team that we are today. Yeah, I, I could feel the energy of that game from the track. You know, I had my cross-country practice that afternoon, but I could hear the uh, the hoots and the hollers from the pool. Yeah. I, I could tell it was a good game brewing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We're crazy. We're crazy yeah. when it comes to games like that. So, you know, I just wanted to ask you, how is it like playing at USC? Obviously, that's a pretty interesting uh, experience for you guys. How did you find that? It was really fun. That was, my actually, that was actually my first time ever doing something like that. The most of the time when... We play Loyola. It's last year it was here, but I think my freshman year, at least I was on JV during the time, but uh, we played at Loyola. And then for varsity my freshman year, we played at some pool, like I think in near like El Segundo. Like it wasn't even Harvard West like Loyola. So I think our coach being able to pull off something like that, that was really fun. And it's probably like beating them there too yeah. was also really, really fun. 
You know, it's funny you mentioned Coach Grover. That sort of leads me into the next question we had. You know, he's a younger guy. I've done coaches' corners with him, and he's just a fun guy to be around. How, For sure. How's the relationship sort of grown with him over the past couple of months just working with him? He honestly is one of the most insightful people I have ever met. He just knows the game so well. I mean, I think playing at UCLA, which is like one of the top water polo schools, that gives him an advantage. And, you know, obviously when Brian left, there was a huge gap of the Harvard Wesley community missing. And I think he was able to fill that in so well. And he all he wants to do is help. All he wants to do, I think, like he even has players come up during lunch to watch film because he cares that much. And it like transpires into everything we do his passion for the sport which i think is i mean it's awesome it's so cool yeah i feel like um water polo definitely has that reputation of you know really hard working and um just yeah like like i see you guys lifting during your free periods and stuff when i stop by the athletics building um how would you say um are there any challenges to that sort of um grind yeah um i think when you dedicate your time to such a rigorous sport like water polo, there isn't that much time to just kind of like chill out. I think the times where you are given those opportunities to just do nothing, they're like the best thing in the whole world because they offer you time to reset and they offer you time just to realize what the goal is. And, you know, it's definitely, it definitely has its moments, but then again, we're also really close so we can all relate to each other about not getting, you know, a lot of time off. But hopefully in the postseason, we'll all just take the recovery we need so that we're ready by January. Yeah. And, you know, speaking of giving up your free time, I know you guys had a trip to uh, Spain over one of our school breaks. Yeah. Could you kind of tell us about how that was? Like, obviously, I think you had a lot of great time in the pool, but um, outside of that as well, you know, how, how was that trip? What's the nightlife like in Spain? <laughs> It was awesome. No, it was probably one of the best things we've ever done. Um, I think it was really new. I mean, I've I've been to Barcelona, but I've never been with friends. It's only been family. So with going to Spain with a big group of people, obviously there were some moments that were kind of crazy. And it's like, oh, God, I cannot believe we're doing this here in another country. But it was really fun. The nightlife, I don't know much about the nightlife. Grover, I'm saying this right now. I don't know much about the nightlife, but it must be. <laughs> but I, from what I've seen and from what I've heard, it has to be really cool. Nice. Um, <laughs> so uh, changing lanes a little bit here. This is kind of a personal inquiry I had. Um, I noticed a lot of water polo players sort of have that bleached hair look. I'm not sure if that's, you know, from the pool or they're bleaching their hair themselves. Can you... I guess, walk me through how that comes to be? Um, I think, no. For most of us, it's definitely the bleach in the pool, for sure. Um, I think there's some people who did dye their hair, but it was, like, years ago, but they did dye their hair, and then they did dye it back. But it's mostly bleach. Like, I bleached my hair, I think, four years ago, and I went to a hair person to get it out. They said... This is going to help your hair so much. You're not going to get, like, the bad bleach from the pool. Four years later, I'm getting bleach in my hair, and I have to take care of it almost every day. But, yeah, it's definitely bleach in the pool. That's, yeah, Got it's a it. lot. Yeah, I was always curious about that, but I was never, you know, going to go up and ask someone. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know? 
so, so you know, um, you know, when we introduced you, we did say drip king as one of our uh, adjectives. And I think we know you have a great fashion sense. We uh, see you on the quad with some great fits. We've seen you on a HW Quadstagram as well. Even right now, he's wearing like a Kupel's long sleeve tee. Uh, you, you love to see it. That's a, that's yeah. a, that's a calm little fit. Yeah, yeah you thank know. you. And I think it leads into our next question, which is, um, if you could describe your uh, fashion sense in three words, what would they be? Uh, I'm gonna get so much. I'm gonna get flamed for this. Um, minimal. Okay. Uh, a little bit bougie, but also just cool. Cool, minimal, and a little bit bougie. So I want to touch on homecoming now, right? I see yeah. bougie. I see cool. I don't know about minimal. It was a ve- <laughs> so the velvet suit. Right, and yeah. we'll throw a picture up maybe uh, when we edit this later. But we loved it, and that's why we wanted to ask about it. What went into the inspiration for that? Um, I think well, it's Hollywood, so I kind of just went into like 1990s okay. movie star, and um, I think the velvet was that's probably one of the most like my, one of my favorite looks I've ever done in my entire life because it was so like. So put together, I remember when I went to my mom about homecoming, I think it was like two weeks before it, and I was like, well, I got to find something for homecoming, so we got to go hit up every shop we can (laughs) to find a cool suit, and then I just come across this velvet suit, and I was like, yeah, I got to have that one. I don't care which other, I don't care how we get it, I, I need to get that one, and we got it, and it looked really cool. I kind of I forgot about that. Jesus, <laughs> you know th- this is a message to all you watching. You know, uh, a man that can take the theme that they put out and dress adhering to it, gotta respect that. A lot of people came not even knowing what the theme was. So for you to take that to heart and dress around that, I tip of the cap to you. I oh, mean, res- you. respect that a lot. Yeah, I agree. I think, and then I think when you do see people dress to the theme, sometimes it comes out looking. Too much like a Halloween costume. So I think yeah. really towed the line there. Um, to in a, a good way. In a good I mean, way, yeah. yeah. And I think yeah. it, it looked it looked like, it looked very clean, I would say. And it looked, it looked, it was fitting the theme, but it wasn't, you know, just enveloped by the theme. Yeah. So shout out to you. Thank exactly. you. Thank you guys so much. Um, <laughs> so uh, we know you're a head fanatic. Yeah. Um, I mean... I'm just curious to get, you know, your pro- your thought process of, you know, why you wanted to run, you know, had you, you're a big sports fan or you just like, like the community, you know, what, what made you do that? Um, I remember, I think it was, no, it was last year. Um, the first week of my sophomore year, I met a fanatic, uh, Weisskopf. She was campaigning and, you know, I didn't know what it was. I just thought she's just campaigning for like some student council thing and then I think I was like the f- I think it was the first home game and I just see Weisskopf and Kai and Judah Marley and Olivia Rahal going crazy um at one of the games and it looked like they were the only ones going crazy and I was like wait what what is that and then Weisskopf she said oh I'm a fanatic this is what we do we just go crazy during the games and I was like that's really fun and I remember I was kind of upset that I didn't do it my sophomore year, but I was like, oh, wait, sophomores can't even do it. So fine, I have an extra to do. <laughs> and then I just remembered that, you know, the first week is when you normally, uh, when you normally campaign or normally run. And luckily, I have 
the friends that would vote for me. So I was like, I just, I'm just going to do it for fun and just get people riled up. Because I also like getting riled up during water polo, and it transpires into our other teammates. So yeah. it's like supply to other sports. Yeah, and uh, I apologize if you heard that buzzing. That was actually <laughs> Alex Wizorek, your teammate, <laughs> giving me a ring. <laughs> I don't know what it is about, but I'll be sure to call him back. Shots fired, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Now, you know, we did want to touch on, unfortunately, um, Fanatic Fest. And I think there were, <laughs> there were some mixed reviews about what went down there. Um, obviously, I don't, I don't think it was the showing the Fanatics oh, wanted no. to have. So No, it was not. You know, really you know, what, what, what happened there? Um, I think more so we just didn't really have, like, that many practices. And also, like, I can admit we probably should have, like... I think the cheers were probably not the best after thinking about it. Tate I, really liked the do it one. Oh, God. <laughs> the, <laughs> thing is, that one, the thing is, I think we just didn't really think too much about it. And it was really bad. I remember when Stan Bully was doing the, um, the do it chant. I was just, dude, get me out of here. <laughs> I was like, get me out of here. And I think, you know, I saw all my friends and they were looking at me. They were like, Ben, Ben, what is this? And I was like, I, I don't know. And but Fiona and I, we, you know, we just sucked it up and we just did it. I think it next year, if I do decide to run again, it'll probably be a little bit better. We're gonna do some more fun chants than like do yeah. it, do it, or the, or the even the one with like the uh oh uh, uh, like something like that. Like I was like, dude, they're not gonna sing that in the middle of a student section and then say Harvard West like at the end. In my mind, I was like that, but I'm like. We just got to find more chance. Yeah. 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 You know, I, I got to ask going off of that, um, my favorite part of the whole uh, event was when they were announcing all the fanatics. You were announcing all the fanatics, and then it comes to you. And because, you know, there's no one else there announcing, it's just you with the mic. You said, all right, I'm going to announce myself. Yeah. And I really I, I gained a lot of respect for you in that moment because, like, I think some kids might have just walked up into the – just set the scene for all you viewers that may have not been at Fanatic Fest. Uh the fanatics would run out of a little tunnel or a door uh, when Ben would say their names. When it was time to say Ben's name, he no one like he had to say his own name and run out. And so what I'm saying is, I just gained a lot of respect that you still sort of had the courage to just announce yourself and run out there. So my question is, was that pre-planned that you were going to do that, or it was a spur of the moment sort of split second decision where it was like. What am I going to do? And then, boom, that magical moment happens. Oh, most definitely split second. I just, like, I wanted to make it a little bit more fun because I could see that it was a little bit, like, flat. And, you know, I just did it. It was stupid, but it was also, like, funny stupid. So I was just like, you know what, whatever. I'm just going to do it. They're going to talk about it for, like, a day or, like, a week, knowing Harvey Wesley, and then they'll be over it. So I'm like, just do it now. And it was fun. It was really cool. I got a lot of compliments from that. Actually. Yeah, I actually thought that the announcing of the fanatics was like the most hyped I was during yeah. that event. Like, like honestly, I, like that that was probably one of the highlights for me. Definitely, that was fun. I'll let Dylan take this next question. So when me and Jake were uh, in the bo- in the broadcast booth for the football games, we uh we kind of keep an eye on the fanatics, the the student section, and we noticed that you actually were able to organize the wave during one of our uh, games, I think that, w- that was a total first for us. We hadn't seen anything like it. So kind of what was the process of that, and how did you get people to uh I think you got parents doing it also. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did get parents doing it. Um, I mean, it's a football game. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be this, like, 
I mean, when you, even the movies, like, they make football games seem as if they're, like, the best thing ever. Like, the biggest social event of any high school, you know? So I wanted to make it fun. And, you know, even the games where we were losing, I wanted to make sure people were having a good time, not just saying, like, well, why am I here? They're losing anyway. Might as well just leave. And I wanted just to make sure that, like, you know, they, yeah, just that they just had fun and that they weren't just, like, sad about our team losing or anything. Yeah. yeah. I, I just want to say I think the Big Red Pod absolutely endorses you to be oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> reelected next next year. Vote yeah. Please, please do. We've definitely seen some seen some lackluster fanatics, maybe Grayson Tooley <laughs> in the past. <laughs> but so I think it's nice to have this sort of electric feeling in the crowd that Ben brings. Um so it leads me to ask you, you know, do you have any plans for uh, these winter sports? You know, boys basketball is a big sport. We have yeah. uh both soccers, girls basketball too. Um. Yeah. Um, for I mean, I'm really excited, especially basketball, because that is one of the biggest sports that we have here, especially last year, you know, with Dunlap and who else? Brando, Nick. Huggins. Huggins, yeah. Like, everyone there, they just brought the energy so it made it really easy for the Fanatics last year because they just brought it every single time they played. And... So I'm really excited for that. Girls soccer, um, I obviously have some friends on the soccer team, like Gemma, who is one of my closest friends, is on the soccer team, so I definitely want to support her as much as I can. Boys soccer is coming up. I also have some friends on that team. So I'm excited. I mean, I hope for at least the sports who don't get too much of the recognition, I hope that, you know, Fanatics can kind of bring that so that they can just make it different this year and, like, build excitement around the programs that we have love to hear that yeah gonna move into one of our fan favorite segments now this or that we have a bit of a water polo twist on it i'll let dylan take the first question <laughs> all right so our first question being on the water polo team or being a head fanatic oh um <laughs> a water polo team for sure because a lot of my best friends are on that like Otto and connor and colin and um Luca Vanderwood, they're all my best friends. So I would for sure say water polo team. <laughs> all right. Speedo or swim trunks? Speedo, for sure. Okay. Speedo. Because it's just like you're able to move in it more. Yeah, like, fair. Swimming trunks is like, or swimsuit at least, is like a lot of restricted motion. So I would say speedo. Very I fair. Can, I can totally relate to that as a <laughs> runner because I get a, I get a, <laughs> I get a lot of criticism from my teammates. Um Namely, you know, Iona Lee, one of my biggest <laughs> You're critics. in a name-dropping mood today. I, just, I, I wouldn't say their name if they weren't my friends. But <laughs> I, I'm often being criticized for my, for my short shorts. But, um, you know, I, I say don't knock it until you try it. It's very freeing right. and you can move very well. So I can see why the Speedo is nice. Right. Um, so our next this or that is, uh, well, I know you don't really wear goggles in um, water polo. It's a bit dangerous if you know, the ball hits your face. But... Right. If you're swimming recreationally, are you a goggles or no goggles kind of guy? I'm a no goggles kind of guy, mostly because I wear contacts. So, right. it, like, the chlorine doesn't really affect my eyes that much, which is very nice. Yeah. If you're if you're blind, please get contacts. And if you swim, make sure you wear them in the pool. That sort of leads us into our last question. Salt water or chlorine pool? Huh. I mean... I hate both, okay. but I'm going to say mostly salt water because, like, at least I don't think it salt water harms your, like, your skin that much. Yeah. What's I'm your all, uh, ideal pool? 
yeah. ideal. If you don't like either, you know, like what what would ideal be? Maybe a lake. <laughs> no, probably not a lake. Um, I would say my ideal probably our pool, just because I'm so used to it, and it doesn't really like it doesn't really affect me that much. It's easy to scrub off. Like we have a good pool. We have a really good pool, like an Olympic sized pool. So I'd for sure that say that. Last one: bath or shower? <laughs> that's hard. It is hard, dude. That's it's tough. Hard. It's tough. Uh, I want to say, I'm gonna say bath. Yeah, bath. Well, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a big rubber duck guy. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like you're in your own. Like I like to run my stuff really hot, so it's like you're in a hot tub. You yeah, know? yeah. It's really nice. So I would say bath. Yep. All right, last segment of the day, fan mail with Ben. Dylan, you want to take the first question? Yeah, sure. So I guess this first one's coming from KCR. If you were thrown into the future with one person in your life, who would it be and why? My mom, for sure. My mom, because she helps with almost everything that I have. So definitely my mom. All right, next one, maybe a secret admirer. Uh, How are you so attractive? Lily S. (laughs) Um, shower every day, do skincare every day, uh, put enough into your appearance, put enough effort, and I guess you'll be attractive like me. Youngsters, take take notes right now, man. <laughs> I co-signed that one. Yeah, and um, question from Asher E. He says, who's your favorite on the team? You know, don't feel any pressure. <laughs> I, I don't know if Asher E is affiliated with the team, but... It's Asher Angle. <laughs> <laughs> um that's so hard uh i mean i don't know i mean i'm close with a lot of people so i can't say one over the other but oh favorite on the team ben Botang. that's nice. my favorite on the team that's that's the answer we that's, were looking that's for that's a great answer, answer. Yeah, 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 ben yeah. well all right, all right. <laughs> i think we really did cover it all we were really excited to do this one and i i think I speak for all of us when we say couldn't imagine it going any better. Ben, really want to thank you for taking the time. You can catch the boys' water polo team in CIF playoff action this week and going forward. The win against Loyola uh, means they qualify for regionals after CIF as well. So their season is far from over. That's it for the Big Red Pod. Jake Lancer, Dylan Graf, Tay Sheehy. We'll see you next time.